From DS Media Studios in Tema, Ghana, this is Two Peswas. Two Peswas is a weekly podcast where we cover a range of topics, from buzzing media headlines to music to highlights from the week. Each episode is co-hosted by myself, Peaches, and Eddie. Hello, beautiful people, and welcome to episode 22. 22. Okay. Hello. Right. So we just returned from a from a TV interview that we had with HSTV, which is pretty I know. Cool. I was like, look at us on TV. It was amazing. It was amazing. And we had a good time. And um, if any of you have the recording, please send yes, it to please us. please send it to us. Because, again, we're very disorganized over here <laughs> so not only did we not put it out until the night before that we were going to be on tv we also don't have we didn't have anything in place for anyone to actually record their parents in yeah. its entirety so if you happen to have caught that we were going to be on tv this morning and happen to watch it and happened to video it. So many happened to. Mm. But if all that occurred and you you have one um, stream of it, please, please send, send it, it to us. us. We'd love to see see it. Yeah. Yes, and we would. Excellent. Absolutely. All right. All so. right. And with that, take us into the news. Yes. <laughs> okay. So um, sometime last month, I came across a headline that read, Fisher folk found carting dead tilapia away to use for Kobe. Oh, wow. um, so if you don't know what Kobe is, it's a dried salted tilapia that you use to flavor mm. soups and stews and it has a very distinct pungent taste. It's delicious. <laughs> <laughs> so in Esutrari, um, which is in the eastern region close to the Volta River, the FDA, which is the Food and Drugs Administration, in conjunction with the Ministry of Fisheries and Uh, NADMO, the National Disaster and Relief Outfit, buried over three truckloads of tilapia fish. Uh, The fish were from a Chinese-owned farm called Fijian, Mm -hmm. and they had apparently been sourced directly from China. But when they got here, once they put them in the, uh, what do they call them, pens or what? Uh, I don't know, what do fish go uh, in? I don't know, fish... Let's call them pens for now, fish pens. Mm. (laughs) Um, They started, in fact, the entire shoal died off um, almost immediately. And so the initial speculation was that a rival farm had poisoned Fijan's uh, fish. Uh, but that hasn't. That's unconfirmed. There's also another theory that the fish may have developed um, tilapia virus and died off through those means. But either way, the 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 whole um, shoal of fish from the that farm had to be destroyed, and they did so by burying them in um, a very large pit. Now, after they left, reports started trickling in that people from the area had started going and digging the fish mm. out of the out of the pits and carting them off to use for what people think is for Kobe. Ridiculous. Um, yes. So, you know, officials were forced to put out an announcement urging people to, to refrain from doing so uh, because, again, the fish is unwholesome mm. and not safe to eat. Mm-hmm. Um, and also the NADMO coordinator from the area promised to involve the authorities to ensure that no more of the fish would be taken away. And not only that, to ensure that the fish that had been taken away wouldn't make it to market. So, of course, my initial thought there was how 
do they plan to do that because they don't know who came and got the fish. So and how, some of the fish might already exactly. consume some of it anyway. Exactly. You know? And in fact, um, more recently than that, probably about two weeks ago, I read another um, follow-up headline that said the tilapia um, market women or tilapia sellers in the market were complaining that people are not confident in buying their fish anymore because they'd heard about this story and weren't sure that the tilapia on the market currently is safe to eat. Mm -hmm. And I can relate to that and I can understand because, I mean, you can never tell these days, to be honest. Yeah, yeah. You would think nobody would use such fish, but you can't tell. It's gonna, you do use it. And there was a story a couple of years ago where... Uh, pre- people who sold uh, Kobe were using formaldehyde to actually preserve mm. the fish, and that became a big news item. I mean, it's, there's and been it's so, so many, poisonous, th- yeah, obviously. so many things. And there was a time palm oil that put all sorts oh, yeah. of things in there. It's candle always candle wax and you know? clothing dye, red dye, something red. There's no regular quality control for anything, so everybody can sell anything and put it on the market. And well, mm, well, if you die, okay. If you live, mm, well, we'll keep selling it. You know, <laughs> know. it's ridiculous. It really, really is. It shouldn't so, be happening. Um, it shouldn't, and um, yeah, but it is. What can we do? Yeah. So yeah, that was my in the news. Yep. I was a little d- disturbed to hear that because I loves me some tilapia. Yeah, you know? <laughs> we need some quality control, so, yeah, so that's do. important. So, on to my In the News, um, I was reading an article stating that female SHS students in Ghana are using antibiotics to treat, um, to, treat, yeah, to treat common illnesses. Now, if you don't know, antibiotics are drugs used to kill bacteria or slow their growth or to prevent, prevent them from reprodu- reproducing. Now, the study said that the students were using amoxicillin and amoxiclav. That was the, that was the, those were the antibiotics they were using the most. And they were using these to treat colds. You know, the thing is that the danger is that when you take a, an, an antibiotic for a respir- respiratory infection, you become more susceptible to the aggressive antibiotic strain of the bacteria. And you could, this could easily cause um, a potential form of diarrhea. Now, the thing is, um, a lot of the times when we get sick, we are Mm self-medicating. We feel that we we know well enough to just go to the pharmacy and say, oh, I I don't feel well. Mm, I may have malaria or I may have this. So just let's give this just let's just um, take these pills and then hope, hope that it goes. But then a lot of the times you are treating the symptoms and not necessarily the cause of your ailment. So your headache could be caused by a whole number of illness. The, the headache is just a symptom of, of, of mm-hmm. anything possible. So when you treat the, the headache with something that's not supposed to be for, you're not really helping yourself. Right. You're taking drugs that don't do anything. Your body is probably, probably going to become more resistant to those drugs. And yeah, it's, it's, it's not the way to go. The funny thing is that the problem is not just local. The WHO has also warned that antibiotics are being used um, like flippantly, I would say, mm. and that the uh, bacteria are becoming more, yeah. um, what's the word? Resistant. I Resi- exactly, resistant to the drugs. And this is, this is actually quite worrying if you think about it. In a couple of years, if we start using um, antibiotics and they don't work, the illnesses or diseases that were meant for, it means they are going to start coming up, or they are going to start um, increasing. We're not going to be able to treat them. And at the risk of sounding like a prophet of doom, this is going, this is going to wipe out populations. I know it is. I actually, um, 
I had planned to do a two passwords on um, resistance, mm. like uh, medicine resistance. Yeah. And, and antibiotics is like the number one. one yeah. Now, in our part of the world, resistant to malaria treatment is also a huge problem. Yeah. So every couple of, every decade or so, they have to change the cocktail of mm. malaria medications because the previous ones don't work. Yeah. Um, but yeah, in regarding antibiotics, there's this common misconception that when you get a cold, you use antibiotics. Antibiotics, you I don't. don't. Why? I don't know. Most colds are viral. Viral, exactly. And so antibiotics is not going to do anything. anything. If And the reason why in some cases they give you antibiotics is if your cold is that acute, you are going to have secondary, you can develop secondary infection because your system is just shot mm. at that point. And so you can also develop secondary bacterial infections. And in that case, they'll give you a course of antibiotics. And the other thing is, not only do they use it when they don't need to, they don't, con- they don't finish, finish the it course. And that's, that's also Stopping a course cause in halfway through is the worst, worst thing, thing you can possibly yes. do. Because then it's just like... A gym train, a gym program for the bacteria. Mm-hmm. It's like okay, it's just trying to get used exactly. to sort it's of like, no. hey, here, this is not mm-hmm. enough to kill you, but now you're familiar with, with it. it. The so next, next time, you, it's it not going to work. Genuinely, will yep, not that's work. The, so that's exactly the point. It's a really huge problem, and kids should not be out here popping antibiotics like it's a and, joke. It's and not. also, it shouldn't be available just over the counter. Yes. So I was also going to say that pharmacists and those selling yeah, medicine... prescription, isn't yeah. it? So. Yes, so they, they should know better and they should know better than to be selling antibiotics to and people. And is not a mild antibiotic no, either. It's you can give that to a baby or something. It's very strong, so... You know, so what I think is uh, because this is not just a local but a global problem, I think there needs to be more education on this so that you don't, we don't become uh, uh, our bodies don't become uh, resistant to or our bodies don't get used to antibiotics. The things like cholera, tetanus, syphilis, meningitis, the the minute and the moment the drugs don't work, it's over and these are going to kill people. Mm -hmm. So, you know, there needs to be some awareness on antibiotics and, 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 and the like. So that's my thing. That's great. Moving swiftly on to songs of the week, I have three. Mm-hmm. And we're heading into December, so I was in a bit of a party mood. Christmas. So all the three <laughs> songs I have today are kind of up-tempo, and they're all um, Afrobeat songs, nice. so... The first one is by Doneo. Now, the hey. most interesting thing was that he's still making music. Doneo. I was like, oh, Doneo's still out here. Because the last, exactly, the last time I actually paid attention to Doneo was when he uh, dropped Party Hard. And of course, he's uh, part uh, Ghanaian as well. So, GH Squad was really hyped about it. So, yeah. Um... Uh, so the song is called Chalice and it features an artist called Belly who is apparently a Canadian rapper so uh, Donair's name is Ian Greenridge and I don't know you know so he's still out here he's British um, Ghanaian and Caribbean um, or is it Dominican something like that still and um, yeah the song is called Chalice is a really nice it has a really nice sort of like a bounce to it. It's like a mid 2000s. I feel like the 2000s are coming back bit by bit. It has a nice 2000s vibe. Belly's feature on there sounds a little Busta Rhymes y to me. It's really cute. I liked it a lot. Uh, so that's the first song, Chalice by Doneo featuring Belly. Mm-hmm. 
Now, the second one is from Mr. Easy, who needs zero introduction. Yeah. This, but I'm not even going to give you one. Um, you may or may not know, he dropped his follow up to Life is Easy Volume 1, which was a cry to Lagos. So, this is Volume 2 now, and it's Lagos to London. So, usually, what he does, the, ty- the album titles are actually quite indicative of what's going to be on there. So, a cry to Lagos featured Ghanaian artists and then some Nigerian artists. Now, Lagos to, to London. Features Nigerian artists and then British artists clever, on there. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I was like, is he going to circle back or where is he headed from London? I'm quite curious. Okay. So, um, and already I talked about one song that's actually on this uh, EP or album, which is Pour Me Water, which is one of my top Mr. Easy songs. I absolutely adore that song. And this is another one on there that I love. It's called Property. And uh, it features an artist called Moti, who is a South African um, trumpeter. So, again, I mean, you know the easy sound like now. It's like a mid tempo, nice chill. Zaga what? Zaga And yeah, I really like this song, Property. It's cute. Listen to it if you haven't already. And then the last song I have for you is by a French Afrobeat slash rapper called MHD, so MHD, but in French. Um, And then the song is called Bella, and it features Wizkid. And um, so MHD is a French rapper, but he's of Guinean and Senegalese descent. His name is Mohamed Diaby, and he's uh, quite, he's huge in France, actually. All his music videos have like 60 million, 70, 80 million, 120 million views. And this song did really well, Um, you know. Africa meets, you know, francophone type vibe. And it's like a great little party song, something to get you in the mood while you're getting ready to head out kind of vibes. So, yeah, those are my three songs. One, the first one is Chalice, Doneo featuring Belly. Second one is Property, Mr. Easy featuring Monty. And the third one is Bella. Emma's Day featuring Wizkid. Beautiful, beautiful. Okay, so on to my songs of the week. I also have three. And the first one is from Salif Keita. Oh, called, hello. Yes, I love, I love Salif Keita. All right. Uh, the song is called Derry. Now, Salif Keita's roots, ancestral roots, go back to Sundiata Keita. If you remember your social studies, Sundiata hmm. Keita was the founder of the Malian Empire. Um, Sil- uh, Salif Keita is is an albino and because of that he was apparently cast out by his family and ostracized because of that so he moved from where he was born to Bamako started playing in nightclubs and at some point he's become the big shot that we know Salif Keita's music is beautiful beautiful if you've never heard it before you should oh, you should take a do. listen oh gosh I think we should all have done mm, Salif Keita crash ab- course ab- by absolutely. now really we owe it to ourselves yes and this song is called Derry so check that out beautiful song the second song is by a trio called Stushi, and their song is... I remember them. Yeah, you do. Yes, yes, yes. Oh, yes. my goodness. <laughs> the song is called Black Heart. Um, they're, like I said, they're a trio from London. They make sort of pop music. And the name comes, the name supposedly comes from the word stush. Yeah, you're stush, you're stuck mm, up, you're exactly, yeah, like, uh, bougie. Exactly, somebody who thinks they're really like, they're nicer call me than they are. stushy all the time, actually. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, so that's where the name comes from. They're very, they had a very popular song, which yeah, they had to rename mm. 
to into love me because I can't obviously I can't mention the what Aha. the name of the song was yeah <laughs> so they had this really popular song called Love Me with Travis McCoy I think and beautiful song but my favorite of of theirs is Black Heart and it's, yeah Black Heart by Sushi. The third song is from Burna Boy's new album, Ooh, Outside. I like him. Yes, and he I, he doesn't need uh, yeah, introduction. Burna Boy, you know him, Nigerian guy, good music. The song is called Rock Your Body, like I said, out um, from the new album called Outside, so definitely check that out. So, like I said, three songs, Derry by Salif Keita. Um, Black Heart by Stushi and Rock Your Body by Burna Boy. Wonderful. <laughs> All artists that I love. Yeah. Okay, so on to What the F. Um, so this one made me laugh. It's one of the hilarious What the Fs. Um, so a 69-year-old Dutch man is in court suing or petitioning the court to have his age lowered by 20 years. So he'd like to be, he wants to go from 69 to 49. Uh, So his name is Emil Rattleband, and he's a self-proclaimed positivity guru. That's what he says he does for a living. And uh, yeah, he he claims that he neither looks 69 (laughs) He neither he doesn't feel sixty nine, and his doctors have assured him that his physical health and appearance are <laughs> those of a man under fifty years of age. So he's like, well, in that case, mm. because he said he faces age. Now this is where age it gets somewhat serious. Yeah, that he's facing age discrimination due to his current age and he said it's been difficult for him to get a mortgage because everybody oh. assumes he'll be dead in any minute right <laughs> so he won't be able to pay the mortgage back and he's also he also said he does consulting work mm. and that people are hesitant again to give mm. him contracts because they're like mm, 70 so he'll what die oh, wow, drop okay. dead halfway through or he'll be falling asleep uh, he won't be able to be working efficiently okay so then, i see his point uh-huh. <laughs> so there are some because they he led with when he goes on tinder no one minds mm, that's, him. that's so the only one like, i saw mm. uh, deal with it you know what i mean so yeah so he did say it's severely limited his dating prospects and that when he uses his real age on Tinder, all his hits are from 68 and 69-year-old women, <laughs> which won't do, I guess, for yeah, him. Yeah. Um, but when he uses, he puts his age to 49, hmm. then, you know, his he gets so many more hits. So he's like, he feels like, you know, for these reasons, he would like... Uh, hmm to change his 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 age hmm. and so i was like mm, laughing in ghana footballers <laughs> they're so old we have you look first of all as they'd say as eddie said the other mm. day black don't crack right so <laughs> this was just very amusing to me most of us have dealt with this as a black people yeah. since since dark skin okay mm. and nobody looks their age out here so i'm like it's just amusing that finally there's one person of the <laughs> occasion persuasion actually it. <laughs> it looks younger than their age and it's like oh wow this is not so mm. so fun in some ways um, but it's a pity that he's getting discriminated against based it is, on the, it the basis is. Of his I age. mean it especially be. if he doesn't because I looked he doesn't mm. so first of all <laughs> f- mm, 49 <laughs> sir you look a smooth 10 years older than him. He doesn't look 70. I'll give okay, him that. Okay, but he doesn't look but 49. he's not out here looking 45 mm. and, and, you know, baby fresh or whatever mm. it is. But, so, you know, 
the interesting thing is the judge apparently said that he is sympathetic to his concerns and that some of them are actually indeed valid. Mm. And then both of them pointed out that we are now in an age where one is able to declare a different gender. Mm. For example, um, some people are out here trying to be transracial Mm. because that's what they feel inside and all sorts of things. So Mm. there are kind of precedents that exist for at least making the the claims, Mm. right? But what the judge said is it, it is not as simple as just cutting 20 years off, off his age. And age, what he yeah. uses and he goes, was actually fascinating. He said if he were to reduce this man's age, because not only is he asking to... He wants his birth certificate to oh, be changed wow. to reflect mm. his new age. He's not just saying, henceforth, mm. I'm going to... No, he wants the records to be changed mm. officially. And so the judge said, if you do that, you create a paradox of sorts. Because Mm. he's like, so assuming, okay, you were born in 1980. Mm. And you're saying that you want your birth date to be moved to, let's say, 1990. Mm -hmm. So he's like, who did your parents give birth to in 1980? Mm. If we change that, it creates a ghost. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. That's Which is, you know, these are organized countries. They Mm. have thousands and thousands of records of a person called Emil who existed in, you know, 1980 to 1990. Ceased to exist. So if you... Exactly. So who was that? He's like, we can't just change your birth it's certificate not that like easy. that. It's not that mm. easy. Which I thought was really interesting. Yeah. Like, you know, there's an actual... Somebody who could make a court career going through this and seeing how do we how do we do this? Do this, yeah. It's going to be a long to. process. A it lot will. of things won't even make sense. Exactly. Like when things you started going to school exactly. and all those who things. Who went to school then? Yeah, who yeah, was that person? If you, he didn't that. exist, you can't just wipe somebody out of existence even if that person is you mm. 10 years ago or something so. I mean people on Tinder are lying anyway he might as well just go put 49 there I mean, and live just, your best just life live now it. it's a bit more serious if he can't get proper housing and yes, mortgage that's, that, that's that becomes, especially if he can afford it which I think he can um, he can <laughs> afford it so um, I think it's you know mm. but that doesn't mean you can just be out here trying to be trans <laughs> trans age also. I mean <laughs> Like you said, Ghanaian footballers do it all the time. You see their faces old. They but, were already mm, laughing at 18. the poor black maidens. Um oh. who shout out to the black maidens by yeah. the way. They just they just thrashed is it Argentina or Uruguay or something? Mm. Five nil. Wow. And the under seventeen women's world cup is on and apparently they're killing the game there. Yay. But first of all, people were like Hmm, under 17. <laughs> and of course, Twitter people, being as evil as they are, have already decided that one of the players is not even female at oh. all. We need to stop doing that. Don't wow. do that. You guys, you already don't support them properly. Now you want you to know? them. But anyway, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that's, 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 funny that's my what the yeah. F this week. Young, young for life. <laughs> okay, so in my what the F, which is a bit more serious, is in Australia... A woman has been charged for putting sewing needles in strawberries. Oh, why? Yeah. What's wrong with people? So this woman was working on a farm as a supervisor, and I think she hadn't been treated well, so she was annoyed. So you want to kill people. She had mentioned to people that she was going to seek revenge, and then so this is what she did. She took strawberries and started putting needles in of course, you know, you've got the copycat people who actually who followed suit and were putting needles in, in, in other fruit as well. Now, major chains had to remove strawberries plus the needles from their stock. And the worst thing is that the whole thing actually spread to New Zealand and Singapore. 
with other, like I said, with other so people cards. just sat there and be like, "Hey, that sounds fun. Let me also- let me also do that." You know, people are stupid and they're not they're not right Sick. in the head, you know. And um, it's 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 it got so bad that farmers had to start putting metal detectors, um, oh, using it to 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 make good sure that that nothing. And then the woman, the, the good thing is that the woman was was caught because of her DNA. So she was, she was they, they caught her, and she might go to prison for three to ten years. Now this is just boils down to the consequences of your actions. Sometimes we get angry, we get annoyed, we're 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 in, we're we're not content with certain things, and then we do things that are not rational. We act mm-hmm. on things that are not rational. At this point, the woman could have just taken. Just taking in a breath and say, you know what? Let me just calm myself down. I see mean, what's going to happen. Stopping you there. It's possible she had just cause and everything. Maybe yes, she but, was being maltreated. Yes, and but everything. you don't put. Because, but that's not how to no, go about getting resolution that's the thing, for that. Because at the end of the day, it shouldn't have to be that the woman says, "Oh, my relative just ate a needle, so that's why it was not good for me to do that." It should be the fact that you know that this is not right. Person could swallow a needle and die. It's why do people do these things? I don't I don't get it. I mean, at this point it's sociopathy. How can you think that okay because but then they do it all the time. They spit in people's food mm, for fun. Yeah, like, it's not funny. It's never it never really funny, isn't. you know? And your whole, and and some, I think somebody was saying that their brand, like their whole, their farm that they have, is now they've made they've made so much losses because I think people just don't want to eat strawberries. Yes, it's just like can't. the tilapia thing. Yes. People are going to be scared. It's now. absolutely, absolutely evil. People are just plain evil, you know. And people like that, it takes somebody close to them to be affected for them to actually get that what they did the was implications, wrong. The implications, you know? the severity of this. It shouldn't the, have to be. And that's my, my, that's really my what the f. Like this woman. That's crazy, actually. Maybe she needs some mental. And maybe maybe she's there's something wrong with her. I mean, maybe really. she cracked because uh, you know they maltreat. They don't really treat farm workers well. Mm. They have them under severe pressure and. Strawberry picking is difficult work. Mm-hmm. You have to bend and mm-hmm. individually. There's no machine that can pick the strawberries. But still, but like going the far. answer is not putting needles in them. That's not why the- because the person that you're probably angry with is not even that the person who's going to eat the strawberries. Yeah, what have you achieved? Some child or something. What have you achieved? And then what? It shouldn't be. It shouldn't huh. be. So that's that's my that's, a that's sad and disturbing. I know, weather. I know. If you, if you think about it, it's it's scary. People had put needles in bananas as well. Like why? <sighs> Dear me, we're getting crazy. We're <laughs> getting crazy. <laughs> mm-hmm. Okay, so moving into two passwords and. My two passwords this week is ca- is called. It has a name mm-hmm. <laughs> of goats and men. Now aggressive goats. Uh-huh. No, <laughs> not salt starved. <laughs> not salt starved goats. Okay, then. Uh, which is a riff off of if some of you mm, may or may not have read uh, John Steinbeck's uh, book called Of Mice and Men. So, oh. And I'm starting out with a story. And it's a story that a sound engineer says she told me some long time ago. I don't even know if it was a true story or not. It says she's a big jokester. But anyway, so... Um, there was... So he said that one day he was, you know, walking in town somewhere and came across this man who was furiously caning a goat, right? And they're like, ah! Why are you um, beating this goat like that? Mm. And he's like, because somebody was trying to steal the goat. And he's like, he doesn't understand why the goat couldn't even bleat or Imagine. raise the alarm that somebody was trying to kidnap him. 
So they have to chase the person down to get the goat back, and the goat has caused him a lot of trouble today. <laughs> so he's beating the goat. <laughs> so it's like, Ridiculous. What the hell? Ridiculous. But, <laughs> and it's not really directly related to what I wanted to talk about, but um, this week, especially, uh, this 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 line has come up. It comes up all the time, but it's come up a, a lot this week again, and I'll tell you why in a minute. The, and the phrase, it, I hear it all the time, she stole my man. man. <laughs> she stole my man. Now, and the reason why it's in the news this week, at least for GH, hmm. is because um, one of our artists here, Medical, oh, yeah. is apparently, he left his girlfriend, who's also an artist, um, it's called Sister Derby, for <laughs> an actress called Fela. And everyone is like, oh, Fela stole her man, Fela stole her man. So I'm here to tell you today that a man is neither a goat, (laughs) (laughs) nor is he a bicycle, nor is he an inanimate object that can be stolen. A man cannot be stolen. Stolen. Your man didn't get stolen. He left. left. There is a difference. He walked out of his own volition on his own two feet. Mm. That is not what theft is. Theft mm-hmm. is not when the object leaves on its own. <laughs> it's when it's taken <laughs> mm. and it has no, it's a thing. It can't decide whether it wants to go or mm. not. Your man can. <laughs> okay, so <laughs> can we just stop being so male identified that we either treat the man in this situation by we just completely absolve him of any responsibility Mm. for what is going on in whatever you know triangle of disaster is happening Mm -hmm. or we infanticize him and say that oh he was tricked or seduced or what 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 sweetie he had a choice he had a choice and he chose to leave beloved (laughs) he left okay um so, of course, again, what we like to do in, instead is just, you know, kind of push the man off to some side. And then it's like, that woman is a prostitute. Mm-hmm. Um, look, let me put it this way. Yeah, it's really whack behavior for a woman to know that somebody is in a relationship yeah. with someone else and still move to the person, as we say yes, here these days, yes, move yes, to move. me. Yeah. Move to you. <laughs> but... What is worse? Look, first of all, she ain't married to you. Mm. She didn't make any commitment to you. Mm. She didn't tell you she loved you or anything like that. Mm. It is your man that did that. The burden of responsibility for your relationship should fall on him and not the third party because she owes you nothing. Actually, she doesn't Mm. even know you. She doesn't care about your feelings, your your emotional state, whatever. It would be nice if she did, but she's a stranger to you. It is your man that is supposed to care about you and love you and all those things he's been whispering in your ear. So if anyone, if you want to unburden or be angry or feel betrayed by anyone, it would be the man and not this third person that has entered the equation. So don't leave him out and be like, like, this woman came and stole mm. my man. She didn't. He left. He left with her. He There's left. a huge difference. There's a huge difference. Are you hearing? You left. Mm. There's some people who need to hear this. Mm. So, <laughs> you know, I know I covered this briefly when I was talking about the other woman and one of mm. my other two passwords. Yeah, and, I remember that. And that was about how, you know, if you're not going to clock your husband, don't go and clock the mistress, mm. right? But this one is more like, it's on you this time. Do not put the responsibility of the failure of your relationship on a third party that entered it when 
the, your partner had to have played an active, a very active role. And this is being Ghana where we're patriarchal. It's probably him that went knocking on her door mm, anyway. Probably you know saying I mean? that he's not married and all that. Or right, he's not like, taking or you know, whatever, you know. It's, uh, things are bad. We're mm. just faking it for the gram mm. at the moment. <laughs> blasey, blasey, blah. So anyway, in short, my two passwords today <laughs> is a man is not a goat, nor is he a bicycle, and he cannot be stolen. He can only leave. Have you heard? And we've closed. A word to the good wise. Night. <laughs> <laughs> Beautiful. I like that. <laughs> That's a good one. He left. Beloved. He left. <laughs> he left. Beloved. <laughs> okay. So my two passwords today is for the love of the customer. Mm. So last week, I went out with my cousin, Bweki. Hello, Bweki. Hi, Bweki. <laughs> went out. We had a few things to do in the town. And after that, we said we were hungry. So we went to a place in... I'm not going to mention the name. But we went to a One place. of these days, we should, <laughs> we should start. We went to this place, and they're rumored to have, like, some really good chicken wings. Hmm. Mm. So we went there, we ordered some rice, some yam, some wings, and then the food came, and the food was horrible. Uh-oh. It's like that day, I don't know whether there was no salt in the kitchen. I really don't know what happened, but it was terrible. So we told the waitress that, go tell your chef that the food, this food is like really, really horrible, that he should taste it. So then we settled, we took care of the bill, we were about to leave, and then she came back and said, and we asked her, did you tell the chef? And she said, yeah, she told him. So, so what did he say? Oh, he didn't say anything. Mm-hmm. And this is why I have a problem with a lot of Ghanaian um, restaurants, establishment restaurants. The customer service is really, really bad. She probably now, didn't even say anything to him, to be very honest. And even if she had it, like Enzo. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, exactly. You know, like I don't eat it. Like, I won't yeah, let them right. eat it, you know. <laughs> so the customer experience is a journey. And this, this journey is actually all the experiences that the customers will, in, in, will inevitably go through as they interact with your brand. Right from the time I see the sign or I see your page on, on the internet to the time I come to your establishment, I pay the way the, way, the, way the security guard treats me, the way the waitress, it's a journey. Mm-hmm. So if you, if you as a business, you're not, you're, not, not, you're not thinking ahead and seeing that your customer's experience is not just the one thing, not just I'm coming to sit down and eat the food and go. You don't realize that the whole thing is it's a combination of so many things. Mm-hmm. You're, you're going to lose out. This is the second time I'd been to that establishment. The first time I went there, the food was horrible as well. Mm. And I complained. They had put some cheese on the thing. I said, come on, you guys, this is some packet, some cheap packet cheese mm. that you put on this thing. It can't be right. You know, but at the same time, they, they, hadn't, they didn't really do anything about it. So the, 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 the only thing I really want to say that is when you're looking at your customer, think of the whole journey, the customer experience. The whole thing is a journey where it starts, where it starts, where, where it's it, going it to end. end. You have to look at it in, in totality. Otherwise, it doesn't take it doesn't take much for your brand to be to be um, to be tainted. Yeah. It's just and it's just one, one bad the, word. Mm-hmm. Weed out your weak links because there are always some weak links. Even if the owner is great, mm-hmm. you're just like yeah. But before well, you, I got to you, everybody under you sucked. So or you go there and no, we don't have this. We don't have that. It's it's it's, it's for me. It's bad experience. If you if if you know you're not going to have that item on the menu, find a way to blur it out or do something about it. But I can't go. Oh, we don't have this. We don't have that. 
we don't have that. So for it's me, like, that's okay, bad what experience. Do you, have? you start by telling me what you have. Then. You know? It's like everything you pick, you're like, oh, we're out of it. <laughs> so really, my two purposes, establishments, you need to sit up and think about the customer journey. It's important. We, we hear too many stories about mm-hmm. establishments in Ghana where the customer service is terrible. Yep. You, wait, you either wait for so long and they are serving the white people before you or they're giving preferential treatment to somebody because the person might look rich or something. You have to, you, people need to sit up. Mm-hmm. You know, the customer journey is important. Indeed. So that is my two pesos for today. Thank you for saying that. <laughs> okay. All right. right so shout think, outs. Yeah. yeah. My shout out today goes to Rhoda. Rhoda Rosemary. Uh, I know her pretty well. Yesterday when I was checking the statistics for our SoundCloud, I had a... Sh- I oh, she's the biggest listener Yeah, she's our, she's our top listener. So said, Rosemary, let me give you a shout out. I know you've been listening and you've, when we were away on the bridge, she was saying, oh, when are you guys coming back and all that. So shout outs to you. I hope you're doing it. Yeah. Thank you, Rhoda. Thank you. <laughs> Any shout outs from you? No, no not this okay. week. All right, then. But you know I love y'all. <laughs> <laughs> okay, then we'll see you next week. All right, bye. All right, then, bye. If you enjoyed the episode and you're listening to us on any of our platforms, please give us a thumbs up. Remember to subscribe and we'd also love for you to share this episode with your friends. Let's continue the conversation. We'd like to hear your feedback. Information on how to reach us on our website can be found in the description. <laughs>